Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. This week is Parashah 46, which is Deuteronomy 8, 7, 12, out of the complete Jewish Bible, page 206. Because you are listening to these rulings, keeping and obeying them, Adonai, your God, will keep with you the covenant and mercy that he swore to your ancestors. He will love you, bless you, and increase your numbers. He will also bless the fruit of your body and the fruit of your ground, your grain, wine, olive oil, and the young of your cattle and sheep. In the land he swore to your ancestors that he would give you, you will be blessed more than all other peoples. There will not be a sterile male or female among you. And the same with your livestock. Adonai will remove all illness from you. He will not afflict you with any of Egypt's dreadful diseases, which you have known. Instead, he will lay them on those who hate you. You are to devour all the peoples that Adonai your God hands over to you. Show them no pity, and do not serve their gods because that will become a trap for you. If you think to yourselves, these nations outnumber us, how can we dispossess them? Nevertheless, you are not to be afraid of them. You are to remember well what Adonai your God did to Pharaoh and all of Egypt, the great ordeals which you yourself saw, and the signs, wonders, strong hand, and outstretched arm by which Adonai your God brought you out. Adonai will do the same to all peoples of whom you are afraid. Moreover, Adonai your God will send the hornet among them until those who are left and those who hide themselves perish ahead of you. You are not to be frightened of them because Adonai your God is there with you, a God great and fearsome. Adonai your God will expel those nations ahead of you little by little. You can't put an end to them all at once, or the wild animals will become too numerous for you. Nevertheless, Adonai your God will give them over to you, sending one disaster after another upon them until they have been destroyed. He will hand their kings over to you, and you will wipe out their name from under heaven. None of them will be able to stand against you until you have destroyed them. You are to burn up completely the carved statues of their gods. Don't be greedy for the silver or gold on them. Don't take it with you, or you will be trapped by it, for it is abhorrent to Adonai your God. Don't bring something abhorrent into your house, or you will share in the curse that is on it. Instead, you are to detest it completely, loathe it utterly, for it is set apart for destruction. All the mitzvah I'm giving you today, you are to take care of to obey so that you will live, increase your numbers, enter and take possession of the land Adonai swore about to your ancestors. You are to remember everything of the way in which Adonai led you these 40 years in the desert, humbling and testing you in order to know what was in your heart 
whether you would obey his mitzvah or not. He humbled you, allowing you to become hungry, and then fed you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had ever known. To make you understand that a person does not live on food alone, but on everything that comes from the mouth of Adonai. During these 40 years, the clothing you were wearing didn't grow old. Your feet didn't swell up. Think deeply about it. Adonai was disciplining you just as a man disciplines his child. So obey the mitzvah of Adonai your God, living as he directs and fearing him. For Adonai your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams, springs, and water welling up from the depth in valleys and on hillsides. It is a land of wheat and barley, grapevines, fig trees, and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land where you will eat food in abundance and lack nothing in it, a land where the stones contain iron and the hills can be mined for copper. So you will eat and be satisfied, and you will bless Adonai your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful not to forget Adonai your God by not obeying his mitzvah, rulings, and regulations that I'm giving you today. Otherwise, after you have eaten and are satisfied, built fine houses and lived in them, and increased your herds, flocks, silver, gold, and everything else you own, you will become proud-hearted, forgetting Adonai your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt where you lived as slaves who led you through the vast and fearsome desert with its poisonous snakes, scorpions, and waterless, thirsty ground, who brought water out of flint rock for you, who fed you in the desert with manna unknown to your ancestors, all the while humbling and testing you in order to do you good in the end. You will think to yourself, my own power and the strength of my own hand have gotten me this wealth. No, you are to remember Adonai your God, because it is he who is giving you the power to get wealth in order to confirm his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors, as it is happening even today. If you forget Adonai your God, follow other gods and serve and worship them, I am warning you in advance today that you will certainly perish. You will perish just like the nations that Adonai is causing to perish ahead of you, because you will have not heeded the voice of Adonai, your God. Listen, Israel, you are to cross the Jordan today to go in and dispossess nations greater and stronger than you, great cities fortified up to the sky, a people great and tall, the Anakims, whom you know about and whom you have heard it said, who can stand before the descendants of the Anak. Therefore understand today that Adonai your God will himself cross ahead of you as a devouring fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you. Thus you will drive them out and cause them to perish quickly as Adonai has said to you to do, has said to you. Don't think to yourself, 
after your God has pushed them out ahead of you. It is to reward my righteousness that Adonai has brought me in to take possession of this land. No, it is because these nations have been so wicked that Adonai is driving them out ahead of you. It is not because of your righteousness or because your heart is so upright that you go in and take possession of their land. But to punish the wickedness of these nations, the Adonai, your God, is driving them out ahead of you. And also, to confirm the word which Adonai swore to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Therefore, understand that it is not for your righteousness that Adonai, your God, is giving you this good land to possess. For you are stiff-necked people. Remember, don't forget how you made Adonai your God angry in the desert. For the day you left the land of Egypt till you arrived at this place, you've been rebelling against Adonai. Also at Horeb, you made Adonai angry. Adonai was angry enough with you to destroy you. I had gone up the mountain to receive the stone tablets and the tablets on which was written the covenant Adonai had made with you. I stayed on the mountain for forty days and nights without eating food or drinking water. Then Adonai gave me the two stone tablets inscribed by the finger of God, and on them was written every word Adonai had said to you from the fire on the mountain the day of the assembly. Yes, after forty days and nights, Adonai gave me the two stone tablets, the tablets of the covenant. Then Adonai said to me, Get up and hurry down before here. Hurry down from here, because your people whom you let out of Egypt have become corrupt. So quickly have they turned aside from the way I ordered them to follow. They have made themselves a metal image. Moreover, Adonai said to me, I've seen this people, and what a stiff-necked people they are. Let me alone so that I can put an end to them and blot out their name from under heaven. I will make out of you a nation bigger and stronger than they. I come down from the mountain. The mountain was blazing fire, and the two tablets of the covenant were in my two hands. I looked, and there you had sinned against Adonai, your God. You had made yourselves a metal calf. You had turned aside quickly from your God. You had made yourselves a metal calf. You had turned quickly from your God. You had turned quickly from the way Adonai had ordered you to follow. I seized the tablets, threw them out of my two hands, and broke them before your eyes. Then I fell down before Adonai as I had had the first time. For forty days and nights, during which time I neither ate food nor drank water, all because of the sin you committed by doing what was evil in the sight of Adonai, and thus provoking him. I was terrified that because of how angry Adonai was at you, of how heatedly displeased he was, and he would destroy you. But Adonai listened to me that time too. 
In addition, Adonai was very angry with Aaron and would have destroyed him. But I prayed for Aaron also at the same time. I took your sin, the calf you had made, and burnt it up in the fire, beat it into pieces and ground it up still smaller until it was as fine as dust. Then I threw its dust into the stream coming down from the mountain. Again, at Tabera, Masha, and Kibrat Hatabba, you made Adonai angry when Adonai sent you off from Kadesh Barnea by saying, Go up and take possession of the land I have given you. You rebelled against the order of Adonai your God. You neither trusted him or heeded what he said. You have been rebelling against Adonai from the day I first knew you. So I fell down before Adonai for those 40 days and nights, and I lay there because Adonai had said he would destroy you. I prayed to Adonai. I said, Adonai Elohim, don't destroy your people, your inheritance. You redeemed them through your greatness. You brought them out of Egypt with a strong hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Don't focus on the stubbornness of this people or on their wickedness or on their sin. Otherwise, the land you brought us out of will say, it is because Adonai wasn't able to bring them into the land he promised them and because he hated them that he was that he has brought them out to kill them in the desert. But in fact, they are your people, your inheritance, whom you brought out by your great power and by your outstretched arm. At that time, Adonai said to me, cut yourself two stone tablets like the first one. Come up to me on the mountain and make yourself an ark of wood. I will inscribe on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets which you broke, and you are to put them in the ark. So I made an ark of arcacia wood and cut two stone tablets like the first, then climbed the mountain with the two tablets in my hand. He inscribed the tablets with the same inscription as before. The ten words which Adonai proclaimed to you from the fire on the mountain the day of the assembly, and Adonai gave them to me. I turned, came down from the mountain, and put the tablets in the ark I had made, and there they remain, as Adonai ordered me. The people of Israel traveled from the wells of Benayahan to Morasah, where Aaron died and was buried, and Eleazar his son took his place serving in the office of Cohen. From there, they traveled to Gudga, and from Gudga to Yoktava, a region with running streams. At that time, Adonai set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the Ark for the covenant of Adonai, and to stand before Adonai to serve him and to bless in his name as they still do today. This is why Levi has no share of inheritance with his brothers. 
Adonai is his inheritance. As Adonai your God had said to him, I stayed on the mountain 40 days and nights, as previously, and Adonai listened to me that time too. Adonai would not destroy you. Then Adonai said to me, Get up and go on your way at the head of the people so that they can enter and take possession of the land I swore to their ancestors that I would give them. So now, Israel, all that Adonai your God asks from you is to fear Adonai your God, follow all his ways, love him, and serve Adonai your God with all your heart and all your being, to obey for your own good the mitzvah and regulations of Adonai, which I am giving you today. See the sky, the heaven beyond the sky, the earth and everything on it, all belong to Adonai your God. Only Adonai took enough pleasure in your ancestors to love them and choose them, choose their descendants after them, yourselves, above all people, as he still does today. Therefore, circumcise the foreskin of your heart, and don't be stiff-necked any longer. For Adonai your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, mighty, and awesome God, who has no favorites and accepts no bribes. He secures justice for the orphan and the widow. He loves the foreigner, giving him food and clothing. Therefore, you are to love the foreigner since you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. You are to fear Adonai your God, serve him, cling to him, and swear by his name. He is your praise. He is your God, who has done for you these great and awesome things which you have seen with your own eyes. Your ancestors went down into Egypt with only 70 people, but now Adonai your God has made your numbers as many as the stars in the sky. Therefore you are to love Adonai your God and always obey his commission, regulations, rulings, and mitzvah. Today it is you I am addressing, not your children, who haven't known or experienced the discipline of Adonai your God, his greatness, his strong hand, his outstretched arm, his signs and his actions, which he did in Egypt to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and to his entire country. They didn't experience what he did to Egypt's army, horses and chariots, how Adonai overwhelmed them with the water of the Sea of Suk as they were pursuing him, so that they remained destroyed to this day. They didn't experience what he kept doing for you in the desert until you arrived at this place, or what he did to Dayton and Abraham, the son of Iliad, the descendants of Reuben, how the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up, along with their households, tents, and everything living thing in their company, there in front of all Israel. But you have seen with your own eyes all these great deeds of Adonai. Therefore, you are to keep every mitzvah I'm giving you today, 
so that you will be strong enough to go in and take possession of the land you are crossing over to conquer, and so that you will live long in the land that I swore to give to your ancestors and their descendants a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land you are entering in order to take possession of it isn't like the land of Egypt. There, there you would sow your seed and had to use your feet to operate its irrigation system, as in a vegetable garden. But the land you are crossing over to take possession of is a land of hills and valleys, which soaks up water when rain falls from the sky. It is the land Adonai your God cares for. The eyes of Adonai your God are always on it, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. So if you listen carefully to my mitzvah, which I'm giving you today, to love Adonai your God and serve him with all your heart and all your being, then, says Adonai, I will give your land its rain at the right season, including the early fall rains and the late spring rains, so that you can gather in your wheat, new wine, and olive oil. And I will give your fields grass for your livestock, with the result that you will eat and be satisfied. But be careful not to let yourselves be seduced, so that you turn aside, serving other gods and worshiping them. If you do, the anger of Adonai will blaze up against you. He will shut up the sky, so that there will be no rain. The ground will not yield its produce, and you will quickly pass away from the good land Adonai has given you. Therefore, you are to store up these words of mine in your heart and in all your being. Tie them on your hand as a sign. Put them at the front of your of a headband around your forehead. Teach them carefully to your children, talking about them when you sit at home, when you are traveling on the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. And write them on the door frames of your house and on your gates, so that you and your children will live long on the land Adonai swore to your ancestors that he would give them for as long as there is a sky above the earth. For if you will take care to obey all these mitzvah I'm giving you, to do them, to love Adonai your God, to follow all his ways, and to cling to him, then... Adonai will expel all these nations ahead of you, and you will dispossess nations bigger and stronger than you are. Wherever the sole of your footsteps will be yours, your territory will extend from the desert to the Lebanon and from the river, the Euphrates River, to the Western Sea. No one will be able to withstand you. Adonai, your God, will place the fear and dread of you in all the land you step on, as he told you. And then we have Isaiah 49.14 through 51.3, and that you'll find on page 515. But Zion says, Adonai has abandoned me. Adonai has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her child at the breast? 
not show pity on the child from her womb? Even if these were to forget, I would not forget you. I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are always before me. Your children are coming quickly. Your destroyers and plunderers are leaving and going. Raise your eyes and look around. They are all gathering and coming to you. Adonai swears, as surely as I am alive, you will wear them like jewels. Adorn yourself with them like a bride. For your desolate places and ruins and your devastated land will be too cramped for those living in it. Your devourers will be far away. The day will come when the children born, when you were mourning, will say to you, This place is too cramped for me. Give me room so I can live. Then you will ask yourself, Who fathered these for me? I've been mourning my children alone, as in exile, wandering to and fro. So who has raised these? I was left alone, so where have these come from? Adonai Elohim answers, I am beckoning to the nations, raising my banner for the people. They will bring your sons in their arms and carry your daughters on their shoulders. Kings will be your foster fathers, their princesses your nurses. They will bow to you, face toward the earth, and lick the dust on your feet. Then you will know that I am Adonai. Those who wait for me will not be sorry. But can Booty be rested from a warrior? Can a victor's captives be freed? Here is Adonai's answer. Even a warrior's captives will be snatched away, and the booty of the fearful will be freed. I will fight those who fight you, and I will save your children. I will feed those oppressing you with their own flesh. They will be drunk on their own blood as with wine. Then everyone will know that I, Adonai, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Adonai says, Where's your mother's divorce document, which I gave her when I divorced her? Or to which of my creditors did I sell you? You were sold because of your sins, because of your crimes, was your mother divorced. Why was no one here when I came? Why? When I called, did nobody answer? Is my arm too short to redeem? Have I too little power to save? With my rebuke, I dry up the sea. I turn rivers into desert. There are fish rot on lack of water, and they die of thirst. I dress the heavens in black to mourn and make their covering sackcloth. Adonai Elohim has given me the ability to speak as a man well taught, so that I, with my words, know how to sustain the weary. 
Each morning he awakens my ear to hear like those who are taught. Adonai Elohim has opened my ear and neither rebelled nor turned away. I offered my back to those who struck me, my cheeks to those who plucked out my beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting, for Adonai Elohim will help. This is why no insult can wound me. This is why I have set my face like flint, knowing I will not be put to shame. My vindicator is close by. Let whoever dares to accuse me appear with me in court. Let whoever has a case against me step forward. Look, if Adonai Elohim helps me, who will dare to condemn me? Here they are all falling apart like old, moth-eaten clothes. Who among you fears Adonai? Who obeys what his servant says? Even when he walks in the dark without any light, he will trust in Adonai's reputation and rely on his God. But all of you who are lighting fires and arming yourselves with fire bands, go walk in the flame of your own fire among your firebrands you lit. From my hands this fate awaits you. You will lie down in torment. Listen to me, you pursuers of justice, you who seek Adonai. Consider the rock from which you were cut, the quarry from where you were dug. Consider Abraham, your father, and Sarah, who gave birth to you. In that I called him when he was only one person and blessed him and made him many. For Adonai will comfort Zion and comfort all her ruined places and make her desert like Eden, her Arabah like the garden of Adonai. Joy and gladness will be there, thanksgiving and the sound of music. Then we have Hebrews 12, 1 through 29, and you'll find that on page 1506. Hebrews 12, 1. one. So then, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us too put aside every impediment, that is, the sin which easily hampers our forward movement and keep running with endurance in the contest set before us, looking away to the initiator and completer of that trusting, Yeshua, who in exchange for obtaining the joy set before him, endured execution on a stake as a criminal, scorning the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Yes, think about him who endured such hostility against himself from sinners, so that you won't grow tired or become despondent. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in the contest contest against sin. Also, you have forgotten the counsel which speaks with you as sons. 
My son, don't despise the discipline of Adonai or become despondent when he corrects you. For Adonai disciplines those he loves and whips everyone he accepts as a son. Regard your endurance as discipline. God is dealing with you as sons. For what son goes undisciplined by his father? All legitimate sons undergo discipline. So if you don't, you are a mamzer and not a son. A mamzer is a bastard. Uh-huh. Furthermore, we had physical fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them. How much more should we submit to our spiritual father and live? For they disciplined us only for a short time, and only as best as they could but the discipline but he disciplines us in the way that provides genuine benefit to us and enables us to share in his holiness now all discipline while it is happening does indeed seem painful not enjoyable but for those who have been trained by it it later produces its peaceful fruit which is righteousness so strengthen your drooping arms and steady, steady your tottering knees and make a level path for your feet so that what has been injured will not get wrenched out of joint but rather will be healed. Keep pursuing shalom with everyone and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one misses out on God's grace, that no root of bitterness springing up causes trouble and thus contaminates many, and that no one is sexually immoral or godless like Esau, who in exchange, oh, that's not Esau, godless like How do you say it? Isn't it Esau? No, that's godless like, that's a V, Esab, Esab, who in exchange for a single meal gave up his rights as a firstborn. It's um, the brother. For you know that afterwards when he wanted to obtain his father's blessings, he was rejected. Indeed, even though he sought it with all with tears, his change of heart was of no avail. That would be Jacob, wouldn't it? That is Esau. Esau. Esau is es- Jacob's brother. Oh, okay. Esau and Jacob. Okay, thank you for the clarification. For you have not come to a tangible mountain, to an ignited fire, to darkness, to mirth, to a whirlwind, to the sound of a shofar, and to a voice whose words made the hearers beg for no, that no further message be given to them, for they couldn't bear what was being commanded them. If even an animal touches the mountain, it is to be stoned to death. And so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I am quaking with dread. On the contrary, you have come to Mount 
Zion, that is the city of the living God, heavenly Jerusalem, to myriads of angels and festive assemblies, to a community of the firstborn whose names have been recorded in heaven, to a judge who is God of everyone, to spirits of righteous people who have been brought to the goal, to the mediator of the new covenant, Yeshua, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks better things than that of Babel. See that you don't reject the one speaking. For if those did not escape who rejected him when he gave divine warning on earth, think how much less we will escape if we turn away from him when he warns from heaven. Even then his voice struck the earth, but now he has made this promise. One more time I will shake not only the earth, but heaven too. And this phrase, one more time, makes clear that the things shaken are removed, since they are created things, so as the things not shaken may remain. Therefore, since we have received an unshakable kingdom, let us have grace, through which we may offer service that will please God with reverence and fear. For indeed, our God is a consuming fire. Thank you, Father God, for being our consuming fire, Lord. We humble ourselves before you this Shabbat, and thank you for all the blessings that you've bestowed upon us. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Amen.